you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015, and I want to show your family how to do it too. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Families Fly Free podcast. Thanks so much for joining me again this week to talk about all kinds of fun things related to travel. So this week, I wanted to talk about shifting your mindset from vacationing to traveling. So I noticed that this was a shift that my family made without me noticing it really, once we began to travel a lot. And so I realized we were no longer describing the trips that we were taking as vacations, but rather we were describing them as travel. So we might instead say, um, instead of we're taking a vacation next week, we're traveling next week to such and such a place. Or we'll be taking a trip to Orlando next month. We stopped using the word vacation and we started to just describe what we were doing as traveling or taking trips. And I think that this is an important shift to make and it can have a lot of benefits to you if you are someone who likes to travel. Um, Travel, we hope, should become a lifestyle for you. And not just something that you're doing once a year, once in a blue moon, that's a this huge big deal that you make it into every time. We're taking our annual vacation and we're taking this amazing trip to Jamaica. Or we're going, you know, skiing for the holidays in Aspen. You know, fill in your idea of a dream vacation. Um, but instead... You travel so much that it almost becomes just part of your lifestyle. So I encourage you to get to that place. And if if you do learn how to eliminate the cost of airfare and you do love to travel, you will find yourself traveling so much more, like my family, six times a year more than what we were doing um, and, and doing it flying instead of our once a year tiny trip that we took by car. So I've come up with a variety of different benefits that I think making this mindset shift can do for you. So let's talk through some of these. So the the first thing I think is um, it actually can help you save more money on your travels. And The reason I think that is when you have the vacation mindset, it's this once a year thing. It's this big deal. You're saving money all year long. You're going to splurge because you only do it once a year. So it might be this $10,000 trip that you're taking your family to Disney World. 
Um, and you're just going all out. You're not going to penny pinch because you only do this once a year and you want everyone to have a great time. Um, and so you don't want to scrimp on anything, if you will. When, when travel becomes a lifestyle for you, you can't take six $10,000 trips every year, or at least we can't, uh, and I imagine most of you can't either. And so it becomes a necessity that you figure out how to save on travel. It just becomes a mindset. It just becomes what you do. You look for deals. And it's it's very similar to that couponing mindset. I talk about that a lot because I was a couponer and a lot of my members are couponers. They're people who want to know they are getting the absolute best deal for their spend. It's like a game for them. How much can they get for how little? And I think that is the right mindset to bring to this. And you will shift into that if you are taking a lot more trips a year than that one big vacation, you're going to have to figure out, well, how am I can't pay for airfare six times for four people, five people, um, you know, that that would be insane. And then we have to cover hotels and then we have to pay for what we're going to eat. And we have to pay for theme park tickets. So I think it forces you to learn how to do this because there absolutely is a way that you can travel six times a year for, I would say, significantly less in total in what you're spending on that one giant vacation every year. So would you rather have that one giant $10,000 vacation or would you rather spend much, much less than that over six trips every single year? It's up to you. But think about that. That's a pretty great trade if you consider yourself someone who finds joy in travel, someone who wants to take their kids on more trips. It is possible. And you will shift into that money-saving mindset if you have to figure out a way to make it work multiple times a year instead of just one time a year. Now, another benefit that I see is you get to, you know, you think about taking this once a year trip and you think, finally, I'm just going to relax for seven straight days, right? I'm not going to think about work. I'm going to get out a, you know, a great book that I've been wanting to read. I'm going to sit by the beach. I'm going to get a massage. I'm going to play with the kids. We're going to have fun at Disney. You know, we're going to get out and hike or ski, whatever it is you want to do, but it's going to be completely relaxing. What if you could relax more than one time a year because you can go to six different places? I keep using six because that's how many times a year my family travels when it's not a pandemic. Um, so I know that's what's possible. And, and I'm seeing through the membership other families um, doing this too, you know, just racking up the trips like they never dreamed um, instead of this one vacation a year. So I keep use, I'm going to keep using six trips a year because that's my frame of reference. Um, but what if you could relax six times a year? If you could enjoy the experience of travel, of seeing a beautiful destination, of kicking back at the beach or just doing the things that you love. If, if seeing new places and learning new things and meeting new people brings you joy, you can have that six times as much if you can figure out how to fly free and how to save more. So when you're traveling six times a year, you do have that opportunity to have the joy of travel that many more times. Now, on the flip side, you know, if you work, as I do, if you run your own business, if you work for someone else, um, it's pretty hard to take six weeks off and um, 
to, to travel. So you do have to find a balance in there of also doing a little bit of work while you're on vacation and figuring out how to make work work while you're traveling. Um, and you can do that. There's no need to, like I have talked to friends who they go on vacation and, you know, their kids and their family are out doing something. They're out skiing all day. They're out hiking all day and they're sitting back in the vacation rental or the hotel room doing a bunch of work all day. So they're on vacation, they're traveling, but they're not really. Um, They're not getting to enjoy it. So you have to find that happy medium. And you probably are going to have to do some work if you are going to up-level to something like six trips a year. Um, And I think I've done a pretty good job over the last um, six years now of finding that work-travel balance. And um, this might be a great whole other podcast episode, but You know, I like to, particularly when we're traveling out west, and we like to travel west a lot. So we're on eastern time. So if we can get into mountain time or Pacific time, that works great for me because I can get up early. My family's kind of late risers anyway, and I can get three, four hours work done by getting up early on eastern time. So, you know, it's maybe five in the morning Pacific, but it's eight in the morning my time, which is, you know, later than I normally get up. So I can get in all of that work and even maybe another hour or two while my family's waking up and getting ready to go for the day. That's a, a lot of work. And, and if you learn to manage your time well, you can get a significant amount done in three to four hours. Um, so I can front load the day like that. And then I can totally turn off, enjoy whatever it is we're doing that day, going into Disney, hiking in a national park, um, sightseeing in a particular area hanging out at the beach in Hawaii, um, I can enjoy that without being tied to my computer and doing a whole bunch of stuff. And then I can check back in in the evening when we come back before we get ready for dinner um, to see if any emergencies came up, anything that I need to deal with. I can handle that or I can move it to uh, a task for the next morning. Um, And that works pretty well for me. And it's not to say that I haven't, you know, checked my phone while sitting on the beach or, um, you know, something like that or, you know, responded to an email while we're getting ready to get on Space Mountain. Yeah, I do that too. Uh, But I try not to. I've gotten much better about that over the years. And, um, you know, even if you need to, like we talked in a previous episode all about GMC and their um, vehicles and how they've added um, Wi-Fi to, to their vehicles as an option. So you could, if you're taking a road trip, I mean, you could if you needed to stop for lunch let the family go have lunch while you get hop on a conference call because I know not everybody works for themselves Um, some people work in an office certainly post pandemic I think where possible you know more employers are on board with remote working just so long as you get done what you're supposed to be getting done now I know there's some jobs where you have to be there um, but you know, where possible, um, it can work to, to make this work travel balance. Um, and certainly if you have your own business and, um, or an online business where you can work from anywhere, um, that is the best situation because, uh, you can, you can be traveling anytime. So it is possible to relax more while you're traveling, um, if you can find a balance of work and travel. And you definitely can. Um, All right. Another benefit I see is that it allows you to take 
some smaller type trips. These, not these big, giant, grand vacation type of trips. So yeah, I'm sure you're going to want to do that too. Like, like the ones I mentioned before, the big trip to Grand Cayman or the big trip out west skiing in Aspen um, or the big trip to Paris. Um, you can work some of those in too, but you can also see a lot of places that you might not have been able to because if you're only taking one trip a year, you really want to do something amazing and special. But maybe you just want to see um, Carmel, California on your, you know, on your way to San Francisco. Or maybe you want to go to a city like St. Louis or Cincinnati, or I grew up in Lexington, Kentucky in horse country. That's absolutely beautiful. Um, it might not be the big place that you would think of as a vacation destination, but it's still a lovely town with beautiful things to see and do. So you can um, see a lot more places in our country um, if, if you're not forced into always having to take this amazing grand vacation. Um, and I am truly flabbergasted at the number of places that we have seen in our country and the number of places we have yet to see still in our country. And you'll hear me talk a lot about, you know, how to save on airfares. And we do that often by looking to see um, what is cheap in points on Southwest to fly to from our home airport or from a nearby airport. And so I will look at all my different options. And sometimes it's a place I'd like to go, but that isn't this, um, you know, super beautiful beach destination. Um, but it's still on our list. Like um, Palm Springs, that's often thought of as a big vacation destination. But one time, we had booked a trip to Florida over spring break, and I made an error in not adding our companion from our Southwest Companion Pass to our ticket until like three weeks ahead of time. And there was no more room on the plane to add the companion. And at that point, to rebook it to a different flight would have cost us too many points, more than I would have wanted to spend. And I had gotten a good deal on it. So it forced me into, we had to cancel that. We couldn't go to Florida anymore. And we had to find someplace else to go for spring break. Palm Springs has long been on our list. It wasn't at the top of our list, um, but it was a place that we wanted to see. We like the mid-century modern architecture. We wanted to see Joshua Tree National Park. We love California. And so when I was looking to see what was cheap to go within, you know, three weeks ahead of our dates, actually it was quite cheap for us to fly to San Diego at that time. And then we drove from San Diego over to Palm Springs and we had an unexpected fun vacation in a place that we wanted to see, but that wasn't necessarily that big dream trip um, that's just going to blow everybody away and, and impress everyone. Um, so I think that's a huge perk to be able to see more places that you would not have ordinarily. Um, another thing I think is that travel becomes a part of your daily life. So as I mentioned at the beginning, shifting this mindset from vacation to travel, it just becomes part of your lifestyle. You lead a travel lifestyle so much so that you're going to get some feedback from people about, you know, you travel too much. Go back and listen to my podcast on that just a few um, episodes ago, how to handle that, that um, comment. But it, it just becomes a lifestyle for you. And so it becomes a part of your daily life, which can be fun if you love to travel. So if you're taking six trips a year, you need to figure out where do you want to go? What do you want to do when you're there? How are you going to save? Where are you going to eat? Um, all these types of things. And so 
instead of binging, you know, watching your normal favorite Netflix or Hulu show, you know, maybe you start watching Anthony Bourdain and seeing where he was traveling around the world. Or I love um, House Hunters International, of all things. I, I know that's sort of a popular show, but I love to watch that and get ideas for other places internationally that I might want to go because it kind of gives you a real feel for living in the place or um, you know Rick Steves or some YouTubers who travel YouTubers so it can become something else that you're watching that you're looking for um, that you're researching and inside our family's fly free membership we have um, webinars that are live every single week and very often we focus on a destination and either myself or one of my team members or one of our members shares live on video their all of their tips for a particular destination what they love to do there how to bypass lines the best local you know like insider places to eat um all of the tips for getting there and renting cars all that so for example we have covered a lot already in the membership so all of these are recorded and in our online hub we have over 100 hours now of travel videos in there but so destination wise we have like grand cayman we have the bahamas we have um ireland we've got new york city austin wisconsin dells um oahu maui and hawaii overall in general um, so we, we share, and there's lots more than that. And we give you itineraries, um, very often with these webinars as well that you can take and tweak for your own purposes. Sedona is another one that we've done. That's been very popular. So we help you with that part of like, okay, now we've helped you to fly free, cost eliminated. Now, where should you go? That's, that's the question I get asked a whole lot. Where should I go? Where should I take I want to bring my parents with us and do a multi-generational trip. Where would be good for that? I've got little kids. Where do you think would be a good place where we can get outdoors and enjoy together? Or we're a retired couple. Um, you know, what would you recommend as a, a beach destination that would be affordable for us to go to? So we can help you with all those kinds of things. And um, we can inspire you with whatever destination you're looking at. We can tell you where to go, what to see, what to do. And you can see if that place is of interest. So... I love it just shifting that travel becomes part of your lifestyle. You're looking for books, you're looking for articles, you're looking for tips, videos, ideas of where to go, what to see, and what to do when you're there. And that can be fun to get your family involved with too. You know, bring your kids in, have them help pick the next destination or where do they think they would like to go if they could pick anywhere in the world. You know, maybe you'd be surprised at what they tell you and you can start working those trips in as well. Another benefit to this lifestyle of travel is you get to not just enjoy yourself on the trip itself, but you get to enjoy the anticipation of all these trips. And um, Cami, my colleague who's on the Families Fly Free team, she just led a webinar in the membership um, last week about how to get organized for a trip because she's a super organized person. And so she went through everything from packing to booking airfare to booking your hotel to planning the itinerary and the whole thing. Um, and she talked about for her, she puts a lot of time and research and energy into creating the itinerary for she and her husband or she and her friends or she and her family, whoever's traveling with them. And they they beat us and probably travel eight plus times a year. Um, so she puts a lot of hours into creating this. And she talked about how she really enjoys that. And the anticipation of taking the trip 
is almost as fun as the trip itself. So with six trips or eight trips a year, you're constantly in that state of anticipation of the next trip that you're getting ready to go on and excitement and talking it up with your family and what do they want to do when they're there. Really fun. And then, of course, you have the trip itself. And then you have the memories that you will have forever after the trip. We can't forget about that. So you've got all these many more trips that you're going to be able to remember together versus these one giant vacations every year. You're going to have, you know, a gazillion times more that your family will have experienced uniquely together that no one can ever take from you. You will always have these memories. And I even talked about in my last episode how you you have these unexpected, priceless moments that just happen out of nowhere that you didn't plan, that are irreplaceable, that are amazing, um, that it's a gift that you're giving your kids for the rest of their lives, for sure. And And on that note, I just wanted to offer one final benefit of making travel a lifestyle, and that is instilling it in your kids, instilling that travel lifestyle in them. If you show them, um, you expose them to this, this is what they're going to be used to. This is what they're going to know. This is what's going to feel right to them. And they're going to continue to do that in their own lives. They're going to do it with less fear, with less trepidation, they're going to be knowledgeable about this because they've done it over and over and they've been involved in the process and they have no fear of flying on a plane because they know exactly how to do it. They've done it a million times. They've learned how to pack themselves. Um, there, there are so many dividends and gifts that this pays off forever. And then they're going to teach their kids. And, and you know, eventually you're going to get to, we have many members with grandkids and they're now all traveling together because They've learned how to so efficiently collect and redeem points that they can either take more trips or they can bring more people on their trips with them. And so you can take these big extended family vacations too. And now you've made memories with your grandkids. They're going to remember that too. So making travel a lifestyle instead of just this one vacation a year, so, so wonderful so many reasons to shift your mindset from one to the other. And we can help you with the logistics, the execution of, of making that possible, of, of making your life one that's about travel and not just every now and then once a year at best. So if you would like help doing that, if you're someone who wants a step-by-step -step exact process to follow and know that you can get this in place for yourself, Come join the membership. Families fly free. We're helping so many people shift to this lifestyle for their families. So you can learn more about that at familiesflyfree.com slash join. And that is all I have for you this week. I will see you on the next episode. Have a good one. Ready to fly your family free? Come join me inside my Families Fly Free program where you get my simple step-by-step -step plan and my personal help so you can make more priceless travel memories with your family before your kids leave home. Visit familiesflyfree.com join. That's familiesflyfree.com join to learn more and get started flying free today.